I think yoga is the practice of paying attention. On this podcast, Yoga Strong, we talk about what paying attention on the mat, what being aware and being present, whether you're in the studio or out of the studio or in the kitchen or with your family or with your friends in connection, in your heart, in your head. What does paying attention look like for your life? That's what this podcast is all about. That's what Yoga Strong is about. It's not just strong in your muscles and strong in your movement on the mat. It's strong everywhere. This is Yoga Strong with your host, Bonnie Weeks. What does it mean to live a life on purpose? What does it mean to reclaim who you are, where you are, where you want to go, who you want to be? Today, I'm going to give you 10 points to maybe draw some attention around for yourself, to maybe hone in onto the habits and the patterns that you might see for yourself and, and where there's room for those to grow and to adjust. I actually just got back today as I'm recording this from what I'm calling my creativity cave. I took myself away for the weekend for two nights and let myself dive into some projects that are really big and coming up for me and things that have really required a lot of my attention and intention, both things. And something that I know about myself is that when I did a personal training certification through NASM, I had to study my flashcards in order to pass this test. And I need to sit down at my table and study my flashcards that I made throughout the whole process. Well, what I found out about myself is that I am very easily distracted And here I was sitting at the table and I have my deck and I say, I just, I have two hours. I have two hours before my kids kids get home. And this was a couple years ago. And so I just need to make it through. I need to go through this entire stack of flashcards and make myself sit here and do this. Well, then all of a sudden I'd find myself in my bathroom or in the kitchen or I don't know, doing something else. I was like, body, what are you doing? Get your ass back to the table and study the flashcards. So I know that I can get distracted. And when there's something that requires so much work and attention in a certain project zone where it's going to be, there's a process involved in it. I would encourage you to give yourself a creativity cave. And while I probably am not going to be going away for two nights and different weekends, like all the time, I actually think I might start considering it because it was highly productive and allowed me a lot of space to write poetry, take a nap, walk outside. And I filled up my whiteboards and then erased them as I took notes and and did that more times than I even know. I just had two whiteboards with me. I think I probably filled them and erased them each probably five times. So today, what does living a life on purpose mean for you, for me, for all of us? Number one, Quiet sitting. Quiet sitting includes listening, listening to yourself, listening to nature, listening to other people. It can include lots of things. Quiet sitting includes meditation. It includes breath. It requires requires attention to yourself. 
And quiet sitting is really hard because our world is really busy and because we have a lot of things that we're doing and because we're going from one thing to the next, to the next, to the next. And especially coming out of my creativity cave weekend here, we have to make the time. We have to make the time. This quiet sitting and this inward looking and this ability to really dig into who we are and sit with ourselves and be comfortable with ourselves and and have an understanding of our intrinsic worth and value, that is invaluable. That is invaluable. And I highly encourage you to make the time. Don't take the time. The time's already there. You don't need to take it away from somewhere else. Just make it. Make it as part of your lifestyle. Number two. Number two is writing. I have talked about writing before. Writing is a practice for me to really process feelings and observations and ideas. And if writing isn't part of your practice, I or a practice of, of, of daily living, like it literally could be one sentence. It could be one sentence in the morning saying, write it in your notes in your phone. That's fine too. Say, today I am what? And make it a power statement. Or write, I want to feel what today? Like fill in the blank. Or have an intentional word. Like what is a word you want? Just write down one single word. Write down one thing you're grateful for. Like writing is, is a way for us to tangibly have what's in our head and like see it and use our hands. So if it's just in our head, like there's a billion things in our head. So get it with your fingers. Get it with your fingers too. Okay, and the third thing is movement. I have a thing for you for movement. My, uh, my phrase I can give you is uh, just start, <laughs> just start. I'm gonna tell you a story. A couple years ago, I decided that I was gonna do 300 push-ups a week. And this is actually before I started practicing yoga. And I decided that for the entire year, so I think that was 2014, 14, 15, 16, 18, yeah, 2014. So January, 2014, I decided that I was going to do 300 push-ups a week and that they would not roll over. So if I got the end of Saturday and I only got 200 push-ups, okay, I got 200 push-ups. That doesn't mean the next week I had 400 push-ups. Nope, it's 300 push-ups. So there's no penalty. This is just do the best that I can. This is my goal. And this is what I'm going to roll over and do my next goal. And then I'm going to roll over and do it again. And then I'm going to roll over and do it again. So it's consistent. And I had to be consistent and I had to show up and do my best of what that was. And sometimes, some weeks I was like, sweet, I totally got that. I got that like in the first three days of the week. Other times I'm like, wow, I did 20 pushups this week. So that's okay. <laughs> and I... I think sometimes I would wake up on Sunday morning and be like, oh, I was only 20 away and I missed it. <laughs> but that's okay. <laughs> so when I'd roll over again and do 300 push-ups. But I did that for the entire year. The entire year I did that and I would keep track. And anyway, it was, it was a lot of fun. And I think it was a lot of fun because it gave me something it was a number that was achievable for me. It was something that kept me consistent. I wanted to have a more regular movement pra practice that time and it really kept me in the gym. It kept me doing things. So for movement, what's something you love to do? What's a challenge that you want to give yourself? Or maybe take the challenge out of it all together. What's something that you can do without an end goal that's something fun? 
something that is enjoyable for you that's movement that maybe you haven't tapped into for a while and are you somebody who there has to be a goal around everything it has to be best at this and I have to get this time and I have to do this and this and this maybe let your movement practice be a place of fun (laughs) without without the goals like that you can just show up and do okay number four is nutrition on the cross the board we're just going to agree that nutrition with, with nutrition and for eating more plants more plants and basically every type of diet and eating style that's out there vegetables vegetables we can like all agree on this <laughs> everybody can agree on more vegetables but we all like we all love veggies and we're all plant-based some people are, are solely plants some people have other things besides plants but we all have plants as a base in our diet and that that is really important and so instead of thinking about what we're adding what we're going to take away what do you add in okay, if you rather than take away this and this and this that you feel like might not be good foods what can you add in that will be good and make sure there's something that uh, buy things that you'll actually eat huh? number five number five is human connection and with human connection i especially mean in real life human connection uh, it could be a type of service and it could be any type of conversation so long as it is honest and it is clear and it is kind and i have spent time this past two this past week i reached out to two friends who have both been going through Uh, cancer and it's been on my heart and mind that I need to reach out to them and talk to them and I've wanted to create some sort of conversation with them to let them know that I see them and that I care and I didn't want to just give them a plant because the last thing they need is one more thing to take care of (laughs) they have their own things that they're dealing with right but I wanted to show up and let them know that I care about them and I am still thinking those those conversations even one of them was a week ago and and I just am still mulling over all the things that we talked about and the way that we showed up and I encourage you that wherever those people are in your life that you have thought about that you're like I should reach out to this person and maybe I don't know how to to do this or, or what to say here just do it just do it making friends as adults requires us to like literally just send a text message or just send an email or to call and it actually is way easier than we put it out to be and people want to connect we we are human beings <laughs> which means we want to connect with people and those honest conversations those are the ones where you walk away feeling like you were heard and seen and you don't feel depleted but you feel rejuvenated and finding those people in your life that you can do that with okay halfway through number six is play and curiosity this is so important. Like, where do you play? How do you play? I really love this conversation. How do you play? How do the other people in your family play? How do your children play? How does your mom play? How does your grandpa play? How do people play? And how do you play? And have you been playing? And are you, and where's your curiosity lie in that? And I think wrapped into that is your creativity. And this is where some intense joy comes from. This is where passion and energy come from. And this is where also the willingness to fail and having a learning mindset come from. Being like, oh, okay, well then I'll just get back up, right? I think of my kids in the forest and they they built forest by my house where they built this 
fort out of sticks and then the sticks all get knocked down and what do you do again? You build it up again, right? It's in the play and being willing to fail. And what excuses are you using to not be brave in your play and not be curious in your play? What excuses are you using to be brave with with that play and, li- and curiosity, but with your life, right? I think though so often as adults, we're like, oh, we got to be serious. Like, where is the where is that play? And where can you be brave? And is the excuse, oh, I'm a mom or I'm a dad or I have this job or I don't have this time or or this relationship or this religion or this family or this money or this neighborhood or or this vehicle or this to-do list or whatever it is, what excuse are you using to not spend time in creativity and joy? And maybe to re-examine if it's worth it. One more thought on a willingness to fail. My oldest is in eighth grade and he came home one day and said, you know, I really like my new math teacher because I'm not afraid to make a mistake around her. And I, I just, I really loved that because if we could show up together and play and realize that we're all here trying to be creative and willing to fail and, and that we can fail in front of each other and we could cheer each other on in that, like what, uh, that's amazing. Like what a gift, what a gift this teacher is giving my son to have curiosity in his learning, to have play in his learning. Okay, number seven. Number seven is rest. And I think we all don't get very much sleep. <laughs> maybe, maybe you do, and <laughs> congratulations. But I think in general, we need more rest. And you know, that can be sleep, but that also can be horizontal laying, literally, and not having an expectation of, of even sleeping. That can be a rest from having your phone or having a to-do list that you're like, I must do this and you don't stop until it's done, even if it's all the way into the evening hours. And I think that kind of goes into talking about boundaries and setting yourself up by looking at a list like this and saying, oh, these are important pieces of my day. And if I don't allow space for if I am always on work mode and I never allow for rest or for creativity or for connection, maybe there's a boundary that I need to set. Maybe there's a time frame I need to set for work so that these other parts can be part of my life because I recognize that those pieces will actually make me a more joyful human being that's going to be able to be more sustainable in this work environment that I actually need to show up in and be on and be productive and be useful and feel successful. And I will feel more successful if I make sure that I have all these other parts of my life fulfilled as well. Food for thought. Number eight is emotional awareness. And I give this its own category because our emotions are a big part of our lives. And I think it's important to recognize how we feel, to name it out loud, and to allow ourselves the process of a feeling and to recognize that we are not our feelings and that a feeling can come and go and shift. And in a moment I can, even the other night, a couple nights ago, I was folding clothes in my closet and all of a sudden I started crying. I was like, oh, you're sad. And I, and I kind of spoke to myself in third person. I was like, you're really sad because of X, Y, Z. And then I kind of jumped into first person and said, it through my tears, I am sad. 
I am sad and I'm feeling disappointed. And I kind of talked myself through this emotional awareness moment and, and allowed me this process of allowing myself to be emotional. And there's no judgment there. If you allow it, if you recognize it, say, oh, I, I'm a human, I have emotions, then you're allowing yourself to have them. There's no shame in having them. There's no judgment in having them. It's more like a congratulations, you're human. And then what? And where will you step from there? Number nine. Number nine is attention and consistency. I have a story for you. Last week, I went to Trader Joe's and there was some orange cardamom muffins with crumbly topping. And I decided that I should buy them because they were orange cardamom muffins with crumbly topping. <laughs> I came home and they were on the counter and my daughter pulled one out and it was sitting there and our dog, Millie, who is half Great Dane, half Weimaraner, and can lick the top edge of the counter. She can't quite set her chin on the on the top edge, but on the on the top of the counter, but she can, you know, she's right there. She's right there. Anyway, she was walking by the counter and literally in like a third of a second, she jumped up. The entire muffin was engulfed in her mouth and she was down and gone. Like so fast we didn't have any time to react and my poor daughter she was half crying half tears we both were like we're not sure we were just standing there and um and, and millie i went and got like the wax paper wrapping from from the 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 cake the, the cupcake and anyway. um the next morning the next morning we're fine everybody everybody got some so we're fine but the next morning my my oldest son he he told me before school he was in there and he was looking at Millie he's like you know what mom I think that Millie is not doing a very good job of of not eating our food I think she might be getting worse and I said you know what you might be right and you know we could put the leash back on her and do this I was like it's it's very trainable this is very trainable we can we can fix this it will take attention and consistency and the minute that I said attention and consistency, like I paused and I just kind of started laughing to myself. I was like, oh my gosh, isn't that it everywhere? Isn't that it everywhere? Attention and consistency to this, to living a life on purpose, to having a mindset like this. Attention and consistency in our relationships, in the relationship with the lover, with, with family, with children. Attention and consistency to a yoga practice or or to any of these things to, to eating or to connecting with people attention and consistency to good hygiene <laughs> attention and consistency to making sure my oil gets changed in my car because it's light it's been on for a long time like everything comes to attention and consistency and that sometimes something seems really hard you're like oh my gosh like a dog training a dog can feel really hard I, I know because I've been doing it but it really is small tweaks and sometimes we feel like it's a big thing but narrowing it down to just be like oh I just need to pay a little bit more attention and be a little bit more consistent and actually this whole thing would shift 
And I feel like that's really powerful to narrow sometimes these big Israel ideas or 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 perspectives to like bring it down to something more simple. And I think that attention consistency, you know, of course, then goes to habits and, and boundaries and balance and work and practice, all those things. Okay, last one. Number 10 is an abundance belief. An abundance belief, I think, goes with our interconnection with other humans, uh, with our planet, and with ourselves. I think it is talking about cooperation over competition. I think it is the belief in spirituality or having some sort of spiritual practice for yourself, having an abundance, realizing that there are things that are bigger than us and things that we don't understand and that there is enough and that we are enough. I think that falls under abundance and that we have value regardless of what we do and how much money we make and whether or not we have children that we have value and abundance as a human being just to be here and I think sometimes this practice for me shows up in in the perspective change of zooming in and zooming out and sometimes some sort of situation requires me to zoom into it and when I zoom in and I look closer and look closer and look closer I'm like ah okay it's just this it's just this, right? It, it's, it's this small thing and it's okay. Everything's going to be okay. And then sometimes it's like, oh, I need to like, I am too close. This feels murky and this feels intense and this feels like there's so much and everything's closing in. Then I say, okay, I need to zoom out. I need to zoom out, zoom out, zoom out. I'm like, oh, okay. Like there's years and there's weeks and there's just this right this moment and there's time and like, it's okay. Like this is just a moment and they're like, there's a bigger picture. And so sometimes it's a zoom in, sometimes it's a zoom out. Okay, let's recap. How do you live a life on purpose? One, quiet sitting. Two, writing. Three, movement. Four, nutrition. Eat plants. Five, human connection, especially in real life. Six, play and curiosity, creativity, joy, failure. Number seven, rest. Eight, emotional awareness and allowance. Nine, attention and consistency. And 10, abundance belief. That is my list for for you today. This is how I feel like you can reclaim where you are, who you want to be, and the direction you want to go. I feel like for me, this is how... It happens for me. And so if some of these things don't resonate, great. Pick and choose. Make your own list of 10. It's great. And if it does, great. Regardless, I hope you find some way to have your own creativity cave. You know, I'm coming out of this. I I feel pretty high and uh, high life. And looking at this list and going into this week, uh, I'm feeling really grateful. And I'm grateful for you and I'm grateful for the way that we can connect here and that you're willing to listen to me and I would love to listen to you. So if there's any way you want to reach out, if there's any reviews you want to leave or message me on Instagram, you can find me at carrot underscore bowl underscore Bonnie or send me an email at 
hello at uh let's see it's do it do it uh hello at bonnieweeks.com send it there and from there i will talk to you next week i hope you have a wonderful week and uh live a life on purpose Mwah.